This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. And we're back on Inside Black and Gold. I'm Jeff Nowak. He's Steve Geller. This is one more segment. We're going to talk about the little guys. And first things first, we're going to go to the, I don't think he's the littlest guy, but he is the only safety in the rookie class. And so let's hear from Jordan Howden. You know, first off, it's a great start to, you know, to start my pro career and everything like that. And coming here to try to adjust to the weather and get around the coaches and being around new, new people that I've never seen before. But a uh, pretty cool experience so far, you know, just having fun and just enjoying how the team operates and things of that sort. Um, the learning aspect, you know, it's just, it's, it is a lot. You know, they throw a lot of stuff at you, but, you know, they know you're going to make mistakes. It's just how you respond and things of that sort. Just trying to get better than I did yesterday. And I think that's the biggest thing, you know, moving forward. What have you gained so far on the field? Um, just knowing, like, being in the right spot and getting me, like, in the right area and the, how to make plays because then once I know where to go and I can be able to have fun and do what I do. How much are you looking forward to when some of the veterans are going to be here? For me, it's just, like, how they operate on and off the field and how they take care of their body, what's their routine, um, something that, you, that can help me just stay for a long time because I feel like that's the difference between a lot of people. They don't know what to do in the beginning, so I feel like getting around the people that have been here for a long period of time, you know, getting around them to see how they what they do and then do what's, what I think will be best for me in the long run. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know much about Jordan Howden at this point. Like, we again, like, we don't get to see that much at rookie minicamp. We're going to get a little bit more at OTAs, then we're getting more mandatory minicamp, and then obviously the training camp. But I think anyone who comes in with the idea of, yes, I'm going to follow Tyron Matthew around like a lost puppy and just learn every single thing I can from this all-time great safety, I think that's the correct approach. So I'm glad to hear he's doing that. Yeah, and uh, just another versatile piece. You know, I think we keep that's – an, that's a name that gets – overused or just said constantly with this team because they they like to find guys that are able to you know plug and play in different multiple spots you've seen him playing the block box deep safety uh, mostly though I know a lot of snaps on that special teams and that's going to be another key area for him coming into this camp yeah and in my roster projection I left him off the roster and it really doesn't have that much to do with him as a player it's just a numbers game and so yeah I think that there is a there is definitely, you know, obviously that projection means nothing. And there is plenty of time for him to make an impression. I just haven't gotten it yet. I was going to say there's plenty of time for you to change your opinion of him, too, because we've seen so minimal, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's plenty of time for him to change his opinion of me, <laughs> too, I guess. I don't know if he has one. But, yeah. Anyway, speaking of first opinions, A.T. Parrott. Now, we didn't hear a ton from A.T. Perry. He's, he's probably the least talkative of the rookie class, the least outgoing. Not He's friendly. Like It's not like a, a, a 
a brash thing. It's not an abrasiveness thing. He just, you know, he's a quieter. He's more more subdued. But he was asked about Jake Hayner, and I think his answer about Jake Hayner was telling of both players. And uh, here it is. Oh yeah, yeah, he's a he's a great guy. Um, you know, he's a leader on the field as well. Um, in the huddle and everything, making sure guys know, uh, know what they're supposed to do uh, in the right spot, and as well as you know, getting us the ball. So, uh, you know, he's a great guy. He's a really good guy. And leadership something stands out after like two days. Yeah, it does. It does. You know, if a court, when a quarterback walks in, you know, what I'm saying he's a he's the guy of the room, so be able to go in the field and make sure everybody knows doing what they're supposed to do. You know, that's a leader. That's a leader. Got that command. You're only a leader if people accept your leadership, right? Yeah. You're, like, if you're if you're a leader that nobody respects, then you're a fool. Like <laughs> that. So I think it is telling. Like he didn't have to come out and say that. He could have been like, right. "Oh yeah, I'm still getting to know him." Blah blah blah. Like first things out of his mouth was like, "Oh yeah, that guy is a leader," and I think that's telling, right? I think that's like when you when you view a player you've known for two days as a leader of that group. It's telling that not only are is that player doing something that's standing out and and resonating. I think it's telling of the of the player involved that's identifying that too. Like so, I think that's really good to hear because these are two guys. Like you're, you're excited to see Jay Kaner throw to At Perry in camp. That's going to be happening, um, and so that's going to be a, a fun pairing to watch. I think. And yeah, you, you know, obviously just first impressions, but you meet Perry, and it's hard to imagine Very what tall. kind of character issues were, you know, were something that are keeping teams away from him. Yeah, I mean, we have not identified anything like that. I, I don't, I, I think it, it probably had to do with work ethic stuff. You know, that's usually when, when it's just kind of this amorphous idea of like, oh, character concerns. It's like, go look at Kayshawn, right? Like <laughs> Kayshawn Booty. And it's like, okay, yeah, like you can look at his background and be like, I don't see anything standing out. And then it's like, oh, wait, he's not even in shape for his pro day. Maybe that's a question mark. Um, and who knows? I mean, it, it could also be like, he just had one bad interview with a scout and the scout, you know, told other scouts and it, who knows either way. It doesn't matter. No, benefit of the saints. Yeah. And so, you know, it's going to be fun to watch. Hopefully he can be that kind of red zone weapon. That's what he considers himself to be. Um, and he's very much six, three, you know, that, that was not, that is not a, uh, just a line in the stat column. Like he's a tall dude. That was one of the areas, too, we've talked about this team needing that bigger body receiver, someone to make those contested catches kind of thing, especially with the obvious inconsistent health issues of uh, Michael Thomas. See, the only thing I'll say is I don't consider him like he's a tall wide receiver. I don't know if I would qualify him as a big body wide receiver. He's kind of like a beanpole at this point. I think you talk about like Brian Brzee, the the team is comfortable with him at the at the weight and yeah. size that he is. I think AT needs to book up. Because, like, yes, he can go up and get balls, but he can also get just completely rerouted. And so I think that is going to be something he needs to focus on early on. But he's got time. Like, this is not – you're not expected to come in and be a finished product. I guess, too, more of that – just that ability or know-how, too, because there's just some dudes that don't – that won't go up and get the ball. They don't don't make those contested catches. But Perry's someone that's been there, done that before kind of thing, and isn't afraid to. Well, you, you bet he better be, because that's why he's in the NFL. Um, all right. Speaking of that leader, here is Jake Hayner, quarterback, Drew Brees clone, if you ask Bobby Bear, coming at you. And I think for the first time ever running the system, I feel pretty confident. I mean, I'm going to make mistakes, and I know that. And you just got to do everything you can to stay positive and, and encourage your teammates and the people around you. And, 
you know, I'm going to work my tail off here. I'm going to do everything I can to do it the right way and, you know, allow myself to play fast. I think the work stays the same, and uh, the approach is the same. The details are the same, and, you know, I want to be a really good player in this league. I'm going to have to work really hard, and I'm going to have to put a lot of time in, and I know that. So, uh, you know, I'm happy to be here, excited to learn, excited to grow, and take one day at a time. But was it like uh, reuniting with your, your coaches there with uh, DJ and obviously uh, Coach Curry? There? Yeah, no, it's great having a familiar background with them, just kind of, you know, understand them personality-wise and, and get to know them. Uh, at the Senior Bowl was great for me just to see how they were going to coach, how they wanted things done, and then obviously being here, I think just learning and growing and taking it, like I said, one day at a time. Now that you're here, how's the transition been from Yeah, I, I think it's just a whole different scheme, uh, a lot of different things, a lot of different moving pieces, uh, and I think the details need to you know, be that much more taken care of. So, uh, like I said, I'm going to study, go one day at a time, and continue to get better. I just think the pro game is a lot more detailed. I need to be that much better and that much on top of, of what I'm doing. And, you know, I think I'll continue to get that with time and just know that it's a learning curve and just be patient and get you know, 1% better every day. I mean, I think the install has been pretty heavy. I mean, they're putting a lot on our plate. Obviously not putting the kills, the checks in, but, you know, I just think I'm trying to get used to the pro game, the verbiage, the terminology, how different it is from what I was doing at Fresno State. Um, I know that this level does not translate over from the college level. So just trying to get better, trying to learn, grow, and like I said, just get better every day. Yeah, long play calls. And, you know, the good thing for me, I've had to verbalize my play calls ever, you know, since I was a kid in high school growing up. So I feel pretty confident about that. But I like to picture it in my head and really get a detailed description in my head while I'm calling the play. When you're not super confident in that in the beginning, there's a little bit of thinking going on. So, you know, try to do everything you can to eliminate the thinking and process and just play and do the best I can. Is is professional sports like the only thing in the in the world where it's like stop thinking so much? No, I think in general that's that goes for a lot of you know people and and different things. Just because if you get so bogged down on overthinking whatever it is, it it, it messes with you. I think that goes with anything, honestly. I think the world would be a better place if people stopped and thought a little bit more before they said words out loud. But hey, you know, that's just me. I did think some a lot of the words that Jake said were, you know, we talked about okay, get one percent better, you know. Better, like, right. Um he also said work your tail off, which feels like something Breeze said at least a thousand times, you know. It's like a- <laughs> well, coming up next, the iron sharpens iron comment. Yeah. Like a very suburban dad type comment. Yeah. No. And I also thought it was interesting. Like he's the second person along with Nick Anderson who pointed out that nothing he learned in college matters. Like this is a completely different thing. Um, And understanding that right now is important. So it's like, you can just erase it, not erase it, but like you, you don't need to bring in your habits from college to the pros. Like you understand things, but everything is so much more complex that if you are constantly trying to relate what you are learning now through the lens of how you learned it in college, it is going to very much slow down your process. And I don't think that that's a coincidence that more than one player on, on in this rookie group is indicating that. I think that's something that is being preached is like, forget everything that you think you understand about professional football, because you're going to learn it right now. And you need to pick this up and you need to do it fast and you need to do it in a way that you're not out there thinking, because when you're thinking you're playing slow. And if, that you, you look at Ian Book and what Ian Book struggled with, it was playing fast enough. It was identifying things quickly enough that you could get the ball out on time and on target. And I've said this so many times, he was a half second slow with everything. And that's what you can't be, especially at the quarterback position. And so, you know, he's going to be a fun guy to watch. He's going to, he's a long way off, right? Like he is, 
at best, you're talking maybe two, three years down the road, maybe he can be a starting quarterback in the NFL. But it's just going to be kind of fun to watch his progression, I think. Definitely interested to see more of him, especially when we get into more team stuff. We got to see him, you know, throw the ball on air. And, yeah, the release looked quick, you know, getting getting the ball out fast and putting it perfectly in, in receivers' hands. That's all well and good right now. But, yeah, we'll, we'll see when there's more pressure on him. Maybe he can't see over that that line because he is a tad shorter. But, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm, and definitely uh, you love the the makeup. The attitude of this guy, you you know, someone that you walk up to and definitely exudes that kind of confidence. Yeah, Cy Barnett dropped one of those passes. He got cut. Um, <laughs> you know, it, yeah, it, it's – I had someone ask, like, I think – I was on with Tommy Tucker in the morning show, and he was like, oh, is there anybody that stood out to you, made a great catch or a great play? And I was like, that's not what rookie minicamp is. There's no one-on-ones. It's like you are running no, a basic right. route, and your job is to catch the ball and not drop it, you know? like <laughs> So, like, we didn't see him make any – any crazy throws like you were no. doing the basics at rookie minicamp and he did the basics well that's what i'll say for him you know like you could see you know if he was standing there next to harrison frost who was a you know a tryout quarterback from west georgia and you could see like one of these guys was made better than the other one right like there was a clear difference in skill set there and i think when you see jay Hanner next to Derek carr you're like okay one of these guys is way better than the other one <laughs> but, and then, yeah. you know what what's going to be interesting to see let's see Hayner versus winston yeah. kind of thing Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. But... Anyway, let's move on to Steve's favorite player. That's Kendry Miller, a guy who, as predicted, was out there at rookie minicamp, was not doing drills with the rest of the players involved. He was off to the side with the trainer. We saw him jogging around. He's working mostly on footwork stuff. Um, and here's what he had to say when he was asked about kind of, you know, his timeline. Also, why his balance is so good. And I appreciated his answer. You know, for me, I've, I've just been doing, like, uh, my technique with steps and different things uh, while, while, you know, the other running backs are going, kind of just trying to get the, the mechanics down of the different footwork, how it was from college to now. And, uh, you know, it's nothing too uh, hard, but, you know, I'm just kind of getting it down. Overall, how are you feeling? I feel great. You know, I feel great. But, you know, the, the doctors, I kind of got to, you know, tone it down and be like, you're not ready for that yet. But uh, that's just the competitiveness in me. And so, yeah. Training camp, maybe? Or? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, expect to be ready by training camp. What's going to be the process for you of just being able to show you can do that, and like the route running and all that? Like, is that something you got to learn, or is that there and you, you just never got to show? No, nah, it was just something I, you know, I never got to show. And, you know, the coaches here, they, they got me on the jugs and, and tennis ball machine. That was like, you know, we, we lose, and that's why we draft you. Like, we know you can catch. So just showing everybody else in the world. Uh, my ability will be a big thing for me, and I'm uh, ready to get out there and compete. Coach Jones told me that you would have said you were the best receiver at TCU if they would have let you. Uh, how would you assess that? Oh, yeah, most definitely. You know, if you go back to the practices and, and you cut on the film, you know, there's maybe, like, I can count on one hand most definitely how many drops I had, like, throughout uh, the years at TCU. Where does your balance come from? Probably, uh, you know, my feet probably got a lot to do with it. I have, a you know, a pretty good 
split for a running back. Uh, I think I wear like a 13 and a half. So, you know, I'm well planted in the ground. So that's that's probably a big part of it. It's got big feet. It's 13 and a half big? It is for a 5'11 guy. Okay, okay. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, I got a 12. Right. But how tall are you? 6'1". Right. <laughs> exactly. He's 5'11". And he wears a 13 and a half shoe. And it's pretty big. I mean, like, I, I'm six foot and I have 11. Like, I wear an 11 and a half. I could squeeze yeah. into a 10, 10 and a half if I had to. Um, <laughs> Don't do that. But it, it's just so funny. Like, if you asked Alvin, I'm sure he would say, well, why is my balance good? Oh, because I do these insane drills yeah. in the offseason where this guy, Dr. Reef, like, throws me things as I'm balancing on a on a BOSU ball and doing backflips on one hand. And, and, and Kendry's like, oh, I just got big feet. <laughs> Yeah, I had to look it up just because I'm now curious. And I was like, okay, Camara is 5'10", and he wears a size 12. Oh, they have a shoe size there? Yeah. Um, at least on this one that I that I just Googled, according to yeah, the interweb. Interesting. But, yeah, I mean, I guess it does help, right? It's like if you're a point guard and you have gigantic hands, that helps, right? If you're a wide yes. receiver and you have gigantic hands, that helps. Like Rajon Rondo, I think, is a good example of, like, just an average height guy but he has like alien hands, right? Like, <laughs> like you could, you could just palm a ball. It's like, what the, where'd the ball go? Right. There's a, there's a, there's a sports center commercial like that, where they were like, when you shake his hand, just don't look down. <laughs> and he has like a baby hand. Uh, like Kawhi Leonard is another guy who has like, just like alien fingers. The claw. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think it, it is funny. Cause it's like, there are traits that, you know, okay. You just have gigantic feet for your frame. And that is helpful. As a running back, you're very firmly planted in the ground, you know? So while I think that there's more to it than just his feet, I do think it's funny that he was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, my feet, totally my feet. I, I totally love, too, uh, there was uh, something I heard from him also talking about how he find, he kind of feels like he's ready to go uh, but is listening to the doctors. Uh, but you can tell he, he already wants to get out there. And we heard him after the draft coming on Sports Talk uh, with the guys obviously talking about – you know, coming for that number one spot for, from Alvin Kamara. No no offense, but he's coming. And, yeah, I, I'm definitely – this is a guy I am so excited to see more of, especially uh, come preseason even, just to see that action and what the Saints got in another running back they took. Yeah, he'd play in a game this weekend if you'd let him. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, he's he's very much a guy who's just like the doctors probably have to, like, chain him down. But it, but it is the smart move because these practices mean nothing, right? No, exactly. Like it's not even from a fitness perspective, it's not even helping you. This is about install, you know. So the meetings are more important than what's happening on the field in a lot of instances. So I think that's the smart move. It'll be interesting to see whether he gets incorporated more in OTAs before minicamp. And I would expect no. I would expect them to hold him out, but maybe minicamp, maybe mid June. You start to see it. And, you know, both Dennis Allen and he said that they don't expect to miss any of training camp. I think this is just being them being abundantly cautious, which I think is smart. Yeah. And I love too. He talked about, um, you know, watching some game film and seeing Alvin Kamara catching the ball out the backfield. And he's like, I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he, he's very much again, like he's a very confident guy. He, uh, what, what Aaron Summers asked him was his, his coach, his former coach said that, he would tell you that he was the best receiver at TCU. They just never threw him the ball. And he and he was just like, oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, we'll see. Because you're going to get thrown the ball in this offense, and you better catch it. Like, I don't – I'm all for people talking big game, but you better back it up. And so 
if if he's going to go out there and say like oh, I'm this fantastic pass catching running back, I want to see it happen. Otherwise, I'm going to start to question everything. I'm going to start to question his shoe size and <laughs> start to question. Right, let me see know. those. Yeah, right. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's like he's he's but he's like wearing a 13 and a half, but there's like two inches of space at the end. <laughs> Some <laughs> filler in there. <laughs> yeah. It's like like when you wear lifts, except they're just like at the end of your shoe. Just like like you could like fold them up. <laughs> but no, there's gonna be a lot to learn about every one of these guys. But Kendry, I think because of the position he plays, there's gonna be a spotlight on him. And so hopefully he shines when it's when it's there. Yeah, and the, like you said, that spotlight's going to be coming, and we, we're not going to know anything until we get some kind of determination from the NFL on Alvin Kamara, and that's not going to happen until the trial gets over with and we have some kind of ruling there. And who knows if how long that could carry on. Will they settle? They're still – what's that? July 31st, I think, is the court date. Well, it's supposed to start, yeah. Right. And there's, there's just so much unknown with that even right now. Right. It could wrap up next week if they come to it, they settle out of court. Right. Like we just don't know. I still expect it to settle. Um, It's kind of like that that the Fox News lawsuit. Like everyone was like, oh, this is totally going to court, totally going to court. There's no incentive for anyone to settle. And then you get about an hour from the trial starting and it's like all of a sudden, hmm, okay, we're, we're about to settle, huh? Like with contracts, you always hear deadline spur deals, you know, something's going to happen. It's a game of chicken. It's a game of chicken, right? And, uh, yeah, I, I think at a certain point, Alvin's going to, you know, like Alvin has a lot more to lose. Let's put it that way. And okay. <laughs> whatever that guy's asking for at a certain point, I think he'll be like, you know what, fine, pay the guy. Um, but here, either way, that's something we'll just have to wait and see. No point, no point guessing. But either way, we're going to get a good look at Kendry, and I'm looking forward to it. But all right, let's wrap up. This episode of Inside Black and Gold, we hit you with a lot of sound. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned a bit about all these rookies. Yeah, any parting thoughts, uh, Steve, before we get out of here? No, just uh, waiting now for the countdown is to organize team activities next week. And, uh, yeah, we'll be getting – and that's another thing I think we've prefaced it to. Don't get too worked up if somebody isn't there. These are voluntary. Um, I understand that you want the team to be – forming and bonding together and getting all those reps, but there's going to be plenty of time in that training camp. The OTAs are just voluntary stuff, but definitely I will say a, not like the utmost important, but there's still, you know, pretty uh, meaningful stuff that obviously goes on in that time to start building that chemistry. And obviously a guy like Derek Carr, your your quarterback, I'm expecting him to be in full attendance. He better be there. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) I hope he's here now. Yeah, I'm going to start calling him Otis to save some time. But, yeah. so Well, I always – it's funny that you say that because anytime I go on one of our shows and everyone's like, well, what are OTAs? And I'm like, we say this every year, organized team activities. Yeah, they go bowling and stuff. That's what I wish OTAs were. I wish they were like bowling and like they get together and have like a ping pong tournament. That would be more fun. Do like cross training stuff. One day OTA should be is like yeah, duck pin bowling. Although I'm sure you heard of the one year that Sean Payton brought the team to the water park and there ended up being injuries. God. Yeah. (laughs) Staff infections. Yeah. (laughs) That was pre-COVID. I'm sure. Right. Exactly. But all right, this has been Inside Black and Gold. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Jeff Nowak. You can follow me on Twitter at Jeff underscore Nowak. He's Steve Geller. You can follow him at Steve Geller WWL. He's also going to be starting today, starting Monday, hosting Sports Talk 530 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday, joining Mike Dettelier and Bobby Hebert over there. 
So make sure to check that out. WWL AM 870 FM 105.3 and always free on the Odyssey app, just like this podcast. If you haven't subscribed, please do that. If you haven't left us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, please do that as well. And check out our latest content over at WWL.com. Who dat? Let's go. Peace out. Like a gold.